being happy isn't some huge like overwhelming hurdle that you have to get over and then you're done. It's something that you choose every single day. It's a choice. It's something you have control over. And by the way, it's a choice that you can make at any point in your life. Like whether you have a thousand dollars right now or you have a hundred thousand dollars or ten million dollars doesn't make a difference. You can still choose to be happy. Whether you're in a relationship or single, whether you're where you want to be in life or whether you're still getting there, it doesn't matter. The external circumstances, like nobody gives a shit. It's just in your head. It's a lens that you choose to see life through. Like you can filter for the positive instead of filtering for the negative. It's ridiculous to me how many people choose to look for the negative things in life. Like they literally wake up in the morning and choose to be unhappy. It's the stupidest thing I've heard of in my entire life. Like if you have one life in this world, why would you consciously choose to spend it unhappy? There are a few questions that I get really often. One is, why are you so happy all the time? Two is, why or how are you so optimistic? And the background is like, I was not by any means like this at every point in my life. I've had points in my life where I was a pessimistic person, an unhappy person, chose to filter for the bad, was going through problems and let them overtake my life. But the older I get, and I'm still young as hell, by the way, the older I get, I've realized that being happy is a choice. It's something you have complete control over. And it's not my job to sit around and to wait for somebody else to make me happy or to wait until I one day wake up happy because I have everything that I want in life. It's a choice that I can make every second of every day and that I make constantly. And that's why I've become such a a happy person or it's clear to everybody else in my life. I'm a happy person. I bring a positive energy to any room that I'm in because I wake up in the morning and I choose to be happy and I choose to focus on the things that make me happy instead of letting the problems going on in my life weigh me down. I was having this discussion with a friend the other day and if she's listening to this she knows who she is and the discussion was around happiness and specifically we were having this debate of like whether there's one quote-unquote key to happiness and obviously everybody has a different answer to that whether they think there is one or not people have different answers and if they do think there is one everybody has a different answer to what they think that key is but for me it's it's this like if I had to put my finger on one thing that I think is the singular key to why I am so happy all the time. It is learning to derive joy from the absolute stupidest, littlest, like tiniest insignificant things. This is why I'm such a happy person. It's about being able to bring this like childlike joy to the littlest things in life. It's because it doesn't matter what external stuff is going on. Like I could be under stress at work. I could be missing my family whatever, you name it. It doesn't matter what's going on externally. Whatever it is, I've learned to derive happiness from the smallest little insignificant things that I can always come back to. Because obviously nothing's ever going to be perfect externally. And that's okay. Like at any given point of time, there's a whole plethora. Like there's a list of things you could name, problems you could be going through, things that are not ideal in some people's lives more than others. So if you think you have problems, like you're not original because everybody does. But it doesn't matter what's going on outside. I can always derive happiness and like an absurd amount of joy from the tiniest, stupidest, little insignificant things. I'll give an example. Like I could be sitting at coffee with a friend and I could be talking about something stressful going on in a project at work. But even though that's the problem I'm talking about, I'm still happy. Why? 
because I don't know, because I'm sitting drinking my cappuccino with almond milk that I love and that's my go-to drink on the weekends that I've decided makes me happy. It could be because the sun is shining or because I'm wearing an outfit that I feel sexy in because the guy at the coffee shop pronounced my name correctly or just because I'm sitting across from a friend that I haven't caught up with in a while. Like for every one problem, there are 100 little things that I can find that make me happy. So no matter what, the scales will always tip in my favor. Happiness, again, it doesn't have to be this huge out of reach thing. It's just a mood. It's a choice. And it's a it's a mood that you can adopt by filtering for or by focusing on the little things that kind of make you happier, brighten your day a little bit. It could be absolutely anything. And that's the point. Like there's always an endless list of things that I can pinpoint that bring me joy. So no matter what big problems I'm dealing with in the world or in my personal life, I'll still get giddy over the stupidest little things that make me happy. And obviously, like, that doesn't mean that I won't still deal with my problems and solve whatever needs to be solved, but I won't let it get down on my happiness. It's the ability to bring this, like, childlike excitement to your outlook in life on any given day. This, I think, is the one thing that I've gotten good at that has made me so happy as a result. I also think it's largely probably because of the habit of journaling. I've talked about this before, but I picked up journaling when I was 18 and I've done it every single day since then. I'm 23 now. And what I journal about specifically is not like a, oh dear diary, here's what happened today. Sometimes I just write randomly, but every single day I write a list of three things I'm grateful for. And it could be big things or small things. It could be a success in work, or it could be something small, like, I don't know, someone got me a coffee today, or somebody smiled at me on the street. Something that somebody did for me that I appreciated. Whether it's big or small, I'd always write at least three things I was grateful for. And over five years, imagine after five years how much that habit builds up to make you automatically notice or bring more attention to these little things that happen in the day that make you happy or that you get excited about. Because I go throughout my day looking for what I can write down that night. So anytime something happens that kind of makes me happy, I notice it more than the average person would because I'm going, oh my God, I'm so excited to write about that in my journal tonight. After five years of building that muscle, my mind filters for the things that make me happy, for the beautiful things I see in the world or in other people or in myself. And that's become now such a like strong standing way of looking at things that I have, but it's not something I was born with. It's something that I trained and it's something that I choose every single day. I also recognize that like me or like some people might be luckier than others in that being happy for me is a choice that's easier to make than it is for some people. Imagine somebody predisposed with some form of mental health issue probably will have a much more difficult time choosing to be happy. So I recognize that I'm lucky, but it's still a choice that I have to make. And I've still experienced parts of my life where it was very difficult to choose to be happy. And I can tell you that 100% of the time, you are better off choosing to be happy than choosing to be unhappy. You're only shooting yourself in the foot. Nobody else is going to be as hurt by the decision to be unhappy than you are. Like It's your own life and you can either make your life better or worse as a result of the choices that you make. I was listening to a podcast the other day by Andrew Huberman. Crazy, crazy podcast. This guy's a neurobiologist, I think, and goes really into detail about a lot of things related to like the brain and how it works, but he has this one episode that's like a masterclass on dopamine. That's really interesting. I'd recommend anybody listen to it. And he said this the other, I heard this the other day and it is one of those things that you hear and then it suddenly clicks. Like it makes sense or like reaffirms a lot of what you already do. 
he basically said that you can quite literally increase the amount of dopamine that's released when you do something just by thinking slash talking to yourself or talking to others about how much you like it. So for example, you can literally increase the amount of dopamine that you get from working out by affirming to yourself and to others how much you like working out, talking to others about how much you enjoy your morning workout, or affirming to yourself just thinking over and over again about how excited you are to wake up in the morning and go to the gym. When he said that, it made so much sense because that's what I do. Like anytime I decide I like something, I latch onto it and I make it almost like part of my personal brand, like coffee, working out, Celsius, fucking almond croissants, whatever else it is. If you latch onto these things and keep telling yourself how much you love them and affirm to others how much you like doing the thing also, like working out, sticking with working out as the example, if you do that over and over, you will literally start to experience higher levels of dopamine as a result of working out because your mind makes that association. So if I had to give tips of like, how can you actually choose to be happy and make it easier to make that decision? I'd say number one, affirm it to yourself. Like keep affirming to yourself that you are a happy person. Anytime you catch yourself thinking too much about your problems or like if you see yourself as a negative person or see yourself in a negative light, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Instead, choose to see yourself as a happy person, as a lucky person. It's kind of like the idea of like fake it until you make it, but affirm to yourself every single day or every single night before you go back to bed. Remind yourself of the things you have to be happy about. Tell yourself that you're a happy person. The second is affirm it to others. Stop talking to people about your problems so much. If you need help, that's one thing, or you want to discuss how to how to actually solve one of these problems, that's great because that's productive. But if you're just going to complain to people about your problems all the time, again, you're just affirming to others and affirming to yourself that you are an unhappy person or that this thing is making you so unhappy. I try to catch myself when I'm having conversations with other people. I need, I want those conversations to be largely like majority positive. I want to be talking about good, productive, happy, beautiful things. I don't want to be complaining about my problems all the time because then I'm putting out the energy into the universe to other people and to myself that I'm unhappy and it's just going to dig me like further down the rabbit hole. So affirm not only to yourself, but affirm to others that you're a happy person, that you're in a good mood. One thing, if you ask my colleagues in the office, they all notice this. When somebody says, hey, good morning, how are you? I always respond, I'm amazing or I'm fantastic. I'm incredible. I never, I try to like bring it up one level, even if I'm not having the best day in the entire world. I always say that because by nature of like, I don't know if you run into 20 people in the office on a given day and each of those 20 people, when they ask me how I am, I'm saying I'm fantastic or I'm doing so great or like whatever. By the end of the day, I've convinced myself that I'm having the best day in the entire world. I promise you it works. The third tip I would give is think of it like this is such a fucking consulting thing to say. Think of it like applying the 80-20 principle backwards. So you know how most of the time 20% of the inputs drive 80% of the results? Think of it like that backwards. Make the small things drive your 80. So decide that the little things weigh more in your happiness than the big ones. When it comes to happiness, it's like the opposite of 80-20 principle. Focus on the little things and not on the big things. Decide that the little things in life way more in your happiness than the big ones. Again, like I may have one big serious problem going on in my life, but for every one problem, there are 100 little things that I can find that make me happy. And I'm going to focus more on those tiny little 100 things 
than I do on the one big problem. I'm still going to solve that one big problem, but in terms of the scale of like what weighs more on whether I'm happy or not, the little things, I've decided that the little things will weigh more than the big things. The last tip I would give is as much as I'm telling you to focus on the little things in life and focus on being happy, like don't let that fucking stop you from solving the big problems, like solving the sources of unhappiness, from chasing your goals, from leveling up in your life. I'm not telling you that you should settle. But don't be fucking miserable in the meantime as you're working towards these things because that's no fun. Like you see too many people decide that they will be unhappy until they achieve this thing, until they achieve goal X. And that's also stupid. Like it's self-sabotage. You're literally choosing to be miserable until you get the job, until you get the girl, until you get the car, get the body, get the money, whatever. Flip it around. You can choose to be happy today, tomorrow, like right now. Decide that you are a happy, lucky person. Be in a good mood. Bring a happier energy to the room. And then you can continue to work towards whatever goal you're chasing. But if you do that, it'll make the grind so much more enjoyable instead of being miserable the whole time. Like, stop white-knuckling it. So I know that was a lot. That was my rant. I figured I could end this episode with a list of some, and this is a select few, of the little things that I have decided make me happy. One, getting up early and going to work out in the morning with a Celsius, specifically with a Celsius. Meeting someone who speaks a different language, wearing the color red, getting a new book, coffee dates, almond croissants, candles, jazz music, any music actually, podcasting, recording episodes, getting ideas for new episodes. When somebody tells me they listen to the podcast, I love that. Trying a new recipe banter with strangers, making lists, and last but definitely not least, going a full day without checking my phone is absolute bliss. If you find any kind of value in this episode, send it to your best friend, send it to your mom, share it with anybody. One step further that would help me a ton is if you leave a rating and review on the pod. That makes a huge difference. The main way that podcasts grow on platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts is through ratings and reviews. That's what like gets the algorithm to push it to more people. So if you can take literally 30 seconds to write a review, I don't care what you say, like just tell me what your favorite episode is. Any kind of feedback you want to leave, stuff you want to hear from me or guests that you want to have on the podcast, let me know. I promise I read all of them and I would be super grateful.